Hello and welcome to episode number 36 of the Lunch Table Talk podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be giving you an in-depth analysis of each Super Bowl squad. Of course, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers facing off against the Kansas City Chiefs. For the first time in the Super Bowl era, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers receiving actually home field advantage uh, in, today, in the uh, Super Bowl, which uh, definitely should help um, despite the amount of fans that they're allowing. So yeah, get ready for that in just one moment. And actually, one more thing before I start um, and give my final prediction. So, I will be giving, of course, my final prediction and then a uh, full in-depth view of both rosters, including betting odds in Vegas and uh, point differentials and everything like that, um, and who I would pick versus the spread, who would I pick uh, money line, and all that sort of stuff. Um, I will be probably betting on this game because it just keeps it more interesting than the Super Bowl already is, but uh, definitely going to have to do that um, and give you guys some pointers and who and uh, give you who I'm going to bet for. So I'll do that, and I also have some buddies coming on um, to give you their um, Super Bowl predictions and just some like uh, just like one or two minutes per guy um, just to give you their views and um, maybe remind me of some stuff that I... Uh, that I uh, lost track of. So yeah, uh, look for that uh, in a later in a little bit. Um, but first, I'm going to get on to breaking down each roster and um, taking the positions against each other, just like comparing which side I think is better, um, and then of course giving my final prediction at the end. So I guess we should start with uh, the quarterbacks. Of course, this is one of the most anticipated quarterback duels of the season. This is one of the ones that we've wanted to see all season, um, ever since. Honestly, ever since uh, Patrick Mahomes won his uh, MVP award, we've always wanted to see some sort of Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady in a big game against each other, and we have seen that before, but nothing like this in the Super Bowl. So, Tom Brady, where do I start? It is difficult to pick against Tom Brady in a big game, and especially in the Super Bowl, but um, we have Patrick Mahomes on the other side, of course. Um, Top three in MVP candidate um, this season in my opinion, and then, of course, he has an MVP already under his belt in just his second season, which is also very impressive, but again, on the other side, Tom Brady, six signs through Bull Champ, could definitely make it seven um, if uh, everyone is healthy and he plays the way we know he can. So, Tom Brady versus Pat Mahomes. In a big game like this, it is hard to pick against Brady, like I said, but the way that Patrick Mahomes is playing recently um, not that Brady's playing bad by any means, but I will take Patrick Mahomes over Tom Brady right now, and that is mainly because of mobility and age. So, moving on to running backs on the Tampa Bay side, we have Ronald Jones II and Leonard Fournette, um, and then on the other side we have Clyde Edwards-Alaire uh, and Le'Veon Bell. But I think Darrell Williams may get the start over Le'Veon Bell, and. Because of that, I will be taking the Bucks uh, running back core over the Chiefs. Um, a, the Chiefs have Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who isn't bad, but is a rookie. Um, hasn't faced, uh, I guess, this type of competition and hasn't played in any big games, especially not the Super Bowl, um, in his whole career, honestly. Actually, no, he did play in the national championship um, against Clemson with LSU. So, But national championship on... Um, Super Bowl are vastly different things, but uh, I'm going to take the uh, Tampa Bay over the 
Chiefs running back core, Le'Veon Bell, just not looking like the Le'Veon Bell that we thought he was going to be when he got traded to the Jets. And then um, Ronald Jones has looked amazing this season. Uh, Fournette has looked very solid in the playoffs. And, um, yeah, so I'll take Ronald Jones, the second, and Fournette. So now we have the wide receivers. Um, one of the big things that's been, like, talked about over the last, well, ever since they signed Antonio Brown, really, um, was how good this Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver core is. And that's why I'm going to take them over the Kansas City Chiefs. Tyreek Hill does inflate the Chiefs uh, receiving core quite a bit. Um, McCole Hardman is not really a wide receiver number two. He's more of a just uh, deep guy. He's a slot guy, if you will. Sammy Watkins is also still there, but he's been lingering on and off with injuries a lot. So I don't really like his chances to... Um, does well not stay in the game for a while, but I don't expect expect him to make and do anything wild in this game. But on the other hand, you have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin as your starters, and you also have Antonio Brown. Hopefully, he does come back and play, so we can see a fully healthy Bucks roster versus a fully healthy Chiefs roster. And uh, they also have a uh, Scotty Miller, <laughs> who is apparently faster than Tyreek in his eyes. But we all know that's most likely not true. Maybe before the game, if they're not. If they don't, if they're not worried about pulling any hamstrings or anything, they could do a little race just to figure that out. Even though I think the betting odds would definitely be in Tyreek's favor. And that for that, I will be taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers receiving core over the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Scotty Miller and Antonio Brown, if we're being honest, um, would definitely be a good. Would let me see how to phrase this. If they didn't have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin which of course they do, and they had Antonio Brown and Scotty Miller, who were their three and four receivers, they would probably, that core of Scotty Miller and Antonio Brown and Tyler Johnson, I guess, the rookie, uh, would probably rank decently high against some of these uh, less than seller receiving cores. Um, Ravens, for an example, Dolphins maybe, uh, Texans now with Will Fuller suspended. Um, so yeah, I will be taking the Tampa Bay Bucks. So tight ends now. For some reason, I the Buccaneers are running a two tight end set. At least that's what Arlad says. Um, they're running a two two tight end set over the three wide receiver set, which is interesting since I would definitely think that they would want to start Antonio Brown over Cameron Bright. They signed Antonio and gave him a decent amount of money for a reason, for sure. Um, so I would definitely start Antonio over Bright. But uh, that's probably for some blocking purposes because... Uh, Bright's more of a blocking guy, not really known for his catching ability. But Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady, we know their relationship is fantastic. But now, currently, I, I will not be taking the Brady and Gronk duo over the Mahomes and Kelsey duo uh, a few years back. But Kelsey and Mahomes' connection right now um, is unbelievable. Kelsey is looking like the Offensive Player of the Year. Definitely could be up there top five for sure. And for that reason, I will be taking Travis Kelsey over uh, Bright and or Rob Gronkowski. So on to the offensive line, we have the Chiefs. Well, actually, to be honest, they're both a little bit banged up. Uh, the the um, Tampa Bay Bucks, they, according to our lads, they don't have a backup left guard, a backup right guard, or a backup center, which definitely could hurt them. I'm not going to really look into the practice squad that much, but I might look at, uh, let me see who their injuries are. I know Alex Kappa's out, which definitely hurts them a lot. AQ Shipley also 
um, those guys are both um, big uh, hits to the offensive line, which definitely uh, hurts their run game a little bit. And uh, pass protection, of course. But Tristan Wirfs has been amazing on that tackle position. Same with Donovan Smith and same with Ali Marpet. If you if you listened to last week's episode, I had my Ali Marpet in my All-NFL second team. Or first, I can't remember. And I also had Tristan Wirfs on my All-Rookie team. So those two guys um, at the left guard and the right tackle position have been great. I don't know too much about... Um, uh, Aaron Stinney or Ryan Jensen. I've heard the name Ryan Jensen, but I don't know too much about him. I think he's okay, though. And Donovan Smith is pretty good also. But on the Kansas City Chiefs side, um, they had some guys opt out in the early season, and they also had some guys that got hurt. Uh, let me check who got hurt, actually. Anthony Sherman, but he's not really. A, he's more. He is a blocker, but he's not a part of the offensive line. Um, Mitchell Schwartz is out, and along with uh, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, who opted out, of course. And Kalecha Osamele, who got hurt early in this season. So they're running a interesting offensive line currently. Um, some notable guys that are still there are Mike Remmers and Steven Wisniewski. But I will be taking the Tampa Bay offensive line over the Kansas City Chiefs in this situation. Unfortunately, they're not. their lines both aren't completely healthy, but you got to play with the cards that you are dealt, so I will take the Buccaneers O-line over the Chiefs right now. All right, that does conclude the offense completely now, so we're going to head over to the defensive side of the ball, starting with our defensive ends on both squads. So the Bucs are running with Nandaba Kinsu and William Golston, both great players. Uh, Nandaba Kinsu, veteran in the league for a long time now, um, has lost a little bit of a step, as we have expected, but takes away nothing from him. Um, he's a great leader. Well, I mean, that's debatable. But still a great player, uh, was in his prime. Uh, I mean, he still has some of that ability left, so we'll see how he does in this game. And then the Chiefs have uh, Frank Clark and Alex Okafor. Okafor made a name for himself last game, not in the best way possible. Um, it's interesting how uh, Chiefs defensive linemen seem to be making names for themselves in big games like this. We remember Frank Clark from a few years back. Um, drawing the offsides penalty against the Patriots, of course. And Alex Okafor, you know, getting a little scuffle with Josh Allen. So I will, so it's really up to, do you take the leadership and the remaining ability of Nandamakan Sue um, and the, uh, William Golston isn't a bad player by any means, and then versus Frank Clark. Um, but I do like Frank Clark over this. Um, and this is one of the instances where you kind of have to look into the depth charts a little bit. Um, and there's not much to see here uh, with the depth charts of either team on the defensive end uh, position, so I will be taking the Chiefs mainly part to uh, Frank Clark. So wrapping up the defensive ends, we're going to head over to the interior of the defensive line with the defensive tackles. The Buccaneers are running with Vita Vea and Stephen McClendon, and the Chiefs are running with Chris Jones and Derek Nottie. I will be taking the Chiefs on this one mainly part to Chris Jones. He made my personal All-NFL second team. Derek Nottie's been pretty solid this entire season. Pretty underrated. I couldn't tell you his statistics off the top of my head, but I will bring those up now um, while I talk about the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Stephen McClendon played for the Jets, and now he's on a Super Bowl roster, so pretty solid stuff for him. Vita Vea, I, I scouted him heavy when I thought that the Washington Redskins were going to draft him. Um, of course, that is my favorite team, if you did not know. But I drafted 
or I scouted Vita Vea kind of heavy just because we were in the market for a defensive lineman at the time. Not so much now. It's pretty good actually now, um, which I don't I don't find myself saying about a positional group for the Washington Redskins, but still. Uh, Vita Vea has been pretty solid his entire career uh, with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I don't expect him to slow down anytime soon, but I'm still going to take Chris Jones, the veteran who's been just forced to be reckoned with for sure um, on that Chiefs defense. So Chris Jones and Derek Naughty beating out McClendon and Bea. Heading over now to outside and inside linebackers. Now this positional group is not really fair. The Buccaneers easily take this one with Jason Pierre-Paul, Devin White, Levante David, Shaquille Barrett, and even their backups are pretty solid with Dion Buchanan and Kevin Minter. I would honestly take um, a group uh, with Kevin Minter, Dion Buchanan, and any one of the starting four um, over the Chiefs uh, starting linebackers. I do like the Chiefs starting linebackers, just it's hard to beat that positional group with six really good players over there. Uh, Willie Gase Jr. is a solid rookie, but they won't be starting him in the Super Bowl. Um, hard to trust any rookie in the Super Bowl, honestly. But they also have, who they also have? Uh, Damian Wilson and Anthony Hitchens, who have both been solid. Damian L- L- uh, Willis, Wilson sorry, uh, hasn't been amazing, but Anthony Hitchens has definitely been picking up some slack and making plenty of tackles this season. But, again, it's just the star power of Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebackers. Pierre Paul is amazing. Uh, Devin White made a, what was it? All NFL first team. Levante David made an All NFL second team. Shaquille Barrett was a Defensive Player of the Year candidate just last year. Um, Dan Buchanan and Kevin Minter are both very, very solid players. So I'll definitely take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebackers over the Chiefs. Now we're going to go up higher into the field and we're going to talk about cornerbacks. So the Chiefs are running with Charvarius Ward, Legarius Sneed, Rashad Breeland, and Rashad Fenton. Sorry, I would like to see Legarius Sneed start over Fenton um, if that's the defense they're running. Um, I don't doubt that they're going to run a five uh, five defensive back uh, set to begin with. I just don't think that any team really comes out with that anymore. But I would like to see that if they decide to do that. Uh, Sneed over Fenton. I know I said like less than two minutes ago, oh, we can't trust the rookies in the Super Bowl. But Sneed has been very, very good this season. He was he was honestly doing a very good job of covering digs, at least until the final like quarter-ish, quarter and a half. But yeah, in the first half, LeJarius Sneed was doing amazing against digs, And uh, that's something you certainly love to see out of a late round pick. So Chiefs corners looking pretty solid. Let's look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're running with Carlton Davis, uh, Jamel Dean, and Ross Cockrell, uh, or uh, Sean, Murphy, Sean Murphy Bunting over Ross Cockrell. I would, I would make that uh, adjustment. And this list doesn't have Sean Murphy Bunting listed as a rookie. Interesting. But last week, Carlton Davis looked absolutely terrible. Uh, PFF had him as the lowest graded defensive. Honestly, I think it was just defensive player overall um, in the entirety of the conference championship so um it's kind of hard to say like what are you gonna do when you're gonna have to cover a guy like um a guy like stefan diggs and we saw what happened with him against uh Devontae adams and 
he probably doesn't want to relive that. So Jamel Dean was a guy I was super, super high on. If there was a most improved player award in the NFL, um, I probably would have gave him the, um, the nod to win in the early, uh, in the early bits of the season. But, um, he is a very solid player and I really do like what he has to offer. Um, I like his chances against, uh, I like his chances better against Diggs or not Diggs, Hill, but Hill is, you know, Hill, he's insane. Um, not just speed, hands, route running ability, uh, pretty much everything. And he is a smaller guy, but he can still get up there. He has great vertical as well. Um, but yeah, uh, with that being said, I will be taking the Chiefs corners. This was on, this one was honestly pretty close, but what? But after seeing what happened to Carlton Davis last week, um, it's hard to pick the Buccaneers. So headed over to safeties now. The Chiefs are running with a pretty good safety core there with uh, Tyron Matthew, Dan, Daniel Sorensen, and Juan Thornhill. But the Bucks are also coming out with pretty good safeties. Uh, Antoine Winfield, the rookie, and Jordan Whitehead. Whitehead had a very high PFF grade um, amongst defensive uh, conference championship players, uh, but I don't know if he can keep that up. This is one of his, it was probably his best game, which is saying a lot since uh, he was pretty solid all season. Uh, but with that being said, I will be taking the Chiefs safeties. I like Juan Thornhill a lot. Daniel Sorensen has been known to be a pretty good tackler, and Tyron Matthew has been pretty good his entire career and uh Anton Winfield is a rookie so I mean hard to say what he's going to do and Jordan Whitehead not sure if he can keep it up so overall if we had to compare the two defenses I still like the firepower of the Bucks defense and that's mainly coming from the linebackers um Jason Pierre-Paul, Devin White, Levante, Shaq, Deion Buchanan, Kevin Minter now, the Chiefs do have some players there on defense that are definitely exciting guys. Uh, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Hitchens, Matthew, and uh, Thornhill. But I'm going to take the def defense of the Buccaneers. Overall, like I said, I'm going to take the defense of the Buccaneers. I'm also going to take the offense of the Chiefs. Special teams is whatever. They're pr honestly pretty balanced on special teams. But overall, my final pick for the Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl 55, I have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, I've been pretty much leaning towards the Chiefs guys pretty much the whole episode except for, you know, linebackers and a few small exceptions like wide receiver. And it's come out recently that Antonio Brown will not play, and that's just more of a reason to give it to the Chiefs. Um, I like their coaching better than the Bucks. I don't think Bruce Arians um, could coach a Super Bowl team without the star power that he has right now. I like Andrew Reid, um, Eric Benemy. Will most likely, like I said, get a all, get an offseason job somewhere, um, if not back with the Chiefs. Uh, he's been great the few seasons that he has been there. And I think he's well deserving of a job somewhere else. Um, I also like their DC. I think he's pretty much stepped up, stepped up well in big games. Also, when the Chiefs were known to have like a very bad defense, um, they hired this new guy and he really came in and helped them a ton. So yeah, I'm gonna be taking the Chiefs score prediction. I, it's it's probably going to be up there. I don't think it's going to be much of a defensive battle, offensive battle for sure. So I'm going to take the Chiefs 30 
22-26, Chiefs taking it um, in the Bucks home field. Um, I think I've said it before. First time it's ever been done. Bucks getting home field advantage in the Super Bowl. So we'll see how it plays out. Could end up being a real um, determining factor in this year's Super Bowl. And with that being said, we're going to take a listen to some of my friends' predictions. Um, I think I got like four or five guys on the line. Um, and they're going to give you their predictions and maybe remind you of some stuff that you may have not thought of and uh, maybe some stuff that I hadn't thought of and maybe I'll end up changing my pick, but I doubt it. I think we're going to hear a lot of Chiefs and a lot of most viable players going to Patrick Mahomes. So that's up next. Let me know who your Super Bowl pick is. Uh, tell me why and then just Super Bowl MVP also. So go ahead. Super Bowl pick, Chiefs. It's boring, but they just they manhandled the Bills. They would have blown out the Browns had Mahomes played the whole game. The Bucks are good. They're, it'll be close because Brady, but I just don't see the Bucks winning. I think the Chiefs just have too much, too many good receivers. The Bucks secondary hasn't been the greatest all year. Tyreek Hill like three hundred yards receiving like the last game they played against each other. And I just think the Chiefs will win maybe like 34-31 or something like that. It'll be close, high scoring. But, yeah. And Mahomes will probably win MVP because even last year, he didn't even deserve MVP, but he got it because he's Mahomes. So, right. Yeah. I gave my MVP at Kelsey just because. A little different. want to be different. Yeah, just a little bit. Mahomes is, I mean, he's a boring pick, but it's probably the best one. Honestly. I mean, they always go quarterback. Yeah, that's the easiest like, way to Flacco get it. Flacco won it. He shouldn't have won it. Jones, Jacoby Jones should have won it that year. But Yeah, I mean. Got a good quarterback. When the Flacco's winning Super Bowl MVPs, it's hard to. You know. <laughs> but, yeah. 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 All right. That's so, Chiefs, Chiefs, Mahomes, I like it. Uh, very yeah. similar. So, yeah, thanks. So, Jens, just give me your Super Bowl pick and – just tell me why, along with your Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, player. so I'm probably have to go with the Chiefs in not a close game. I think they're probably going to win by a lot. So, judging by earlier game in the season when they played each other, I think they, I'm pretty sure they won, but it was a close game. But I just don't think that Mahomes and the crew were trying that hard. I think that in an actual competitive game, they'll turn it out like last week. And the defense really does show up in the playoffs. And um, for most of a player, I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey. I don't think he's going to be guarded very well. Yeah. All right, thanks. I also picked Travis Kelsey. And the game you're thinking of when they played each other last was the game Tyreek had his oh, you know, yeah, 75 yeah. points. So. That was not good in the first quarter. No, <laughs> Not uh, fun to play against no. that week. Definitely not. All right, next up, Caleb. So give me your Super Bowl prediction, your winner, of course, and then just explain why and also give me your Super Bowl most valuable player. So go ahead. Right. So uh, as much as I think this is a good matchup, I can see both teams winning, but I think the Chiefs are just too overpowered. Like this, even though first time they played this year, they got torched, like their defense got torched, and I think it's going to happen again. MVP, obviously, Mahomes, but, like, Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelly could come pretty close. All right. Yeah, 
uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs have pretty much been the consensus so far. Uh, I don't know how many people will pick the Bucks if at all, honestly. So, Chiefs. And also, I'm not, I'm, new, I'm not too confident in Tampa because of that second half of the Green Bay game. Yeah, that they just kind of pooped the bed. Carlton Davis kind of kind of got away with him from uh, Devontae Adams, and they really I'm had stopped. no way to stop him. Brady's three picks, and uh, the only reason they didn't win is because the Packers just didn't step up. Yeah. I mean, I can't make those mistakes against Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to win a game if you have the three turnovers like they did in the Packers game against against a team like Kansas City. So, yeah, thanks, man. Hey, of course. Have a good one. So, Alex, just give me your Super Bowl prediction, of course, your winner, and then just explain why, and then also your Super Bowl MVP. I think this one's going to be pretty obvious, honestly. I mean, I'm going to pick – Mahomes and the Chiefs, 35-30. to 30. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty one-sided game. Brady might do one of those comebacks late fourth quarter, but I think he's going to fall short. Uh, I really believe in the Chiefs' offense um, over uh, Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Tom Brady runs the offense. I think it comes down to the coaching staff of both teams. Um, Arians has lost the Super Bowl. Um Unlike Andy Reid, who's one and zero, I love Eric uh, Bieniemy, the Chiefs' offensive coordinator. And I think they're going to just outplay him in the coaching staff and in all aspects of the game. I think it's going to be really one-sided. All right. MVP yeah. got to be Mahomes. Mahomes. All right. Yeah, that's that's the most popular pick right now. I do like. I do think it will come down to the coaching staff. Honestly, I think that's going to be play a big part. Uh, Arians isn't known to be like the biggest offensive mind in the league, unlike Reed and Benamy, who most likely will get a job some somewhere this offseason. So, yeah, thanks, man. Of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, same thing as Alex. Just give me your Super Bowl predictions and MVP. All right. So, MVP, I'd probably go with, like – now I'll do the Super Bowl first. I think, obviously, it's going to be, like, a, um, a score, like, back-and-forth score fest. That's pretty obvious, but and I don't know. My gut tells me not to bet against Brady, but Mahomes looks surprisingly—not surprisingly, but really good under pressure last year. He had to make a comeback, so I mean, and he played—he played awesome in the playoffs, and he tends to play awesome. So it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be a cool moment either way. Who whoever wins, but I probably say the Chiefs win it by because I think the Chiefs. Offense is more uh, – I don't know. It's tough. But Chiefs offense is definitely more explosive. But Tampa Bay is just as good. So I'd probably say Chiefs win 38-35. And then MVP, I go with Rodgers. Yeah, Rodgers probably put up the best regular season stats. And he played well in the um, championship game. All right, yeah, and what about your Super Bowl MVP? Super Oh, Super Bowl. Oh, oh, Super Bowl. I'd say Mahomes. Yeah, I'd go with Mahomes. Daddy? All right, man. Yeah. And yeah. one thing to keep in mind, if uh, if Chris Jones didn't take that offsides when Mahomes had his MVP year, Mahomes could be headed to his third Super Bowl. Yeah, so, I agree. I agree. So and definitely going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, it is. It's both two Madden offenses. Yeah, for real. You Fantasy lineups, right? Yeah, now. yeah, and I think it's also going to come down 
I mean, when it's great offenses like this, it tends to come down to the defense. Whose defense is going to step up? Whose defense is going to make the big, the big play? And I could right. see Matthew making a a yeah, big play. Yeah, he, t- he yeah he six, tends six. to do it in big games, making a big play that either closes it out for him or puts him back in the game or whatever. But yeah, it's going to come down to whose defense can make a play or whose defense can make a stop to be honest yeah i'm with you on that yeah thanks for thanks for doing the interview man yeah thanks for having me of course man all right see you dog said the same phrase a few times in this episode um probably more than a few if we're being honest but again huge thank you to those guys for helping me out in this episode really does mean a lot uh as for the total we have six votes for the kansas city chiefs uh, thought there may have been one outlier headed to Tampa, but I guess not. Um, no one believes in the home field advantage, which, as I said, uh, could play a role, but we know that there's not going to be too many fans there. Most of the stands will be filled with uh, first responders and uh, frontline workers. Uh, so uh, shout out to Tampa Bay for doing that. That means a lot to them, I'm sure. Um, as for MVP, we have Patrick Mahomes coming in with four votes, and we have Travis Kelsey uh, in second with two thought um, someone may have gone with uh, Tyree Kill, but uh, I guess not. I think we know that one of the main targets this uh, in this game is going to be Kelsey. He's going to be a big staple for the Chiefs able to win. And uh, so the consensus uh, sounds like we're going to go for the Kansas City Chiefs. And um, I'm fully on board with that. Um, as much as I like Brady, I think Mahomes is setting up for a brand new NFL dynasty. Um, Vegas is heavily for the Kansas City Chiefs. I know there's been big-time bets on the Chiefs, one listed at $1.2 million, one listed at 500 k and um, I'm sure there's plenty of more in between. So Vegas has the consensus at Chiefs. The Honestly, America has the consensus at Chiefs, and it sounds like Maryland also has the consensus at the Kansas City Chiefs. So, yeah, Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl 55, uh, mark it down for sure. So... With that being said, that does wrap up today's episode, episode 36. Um, be sure to follow the Instagram at lunchtabletalk underscore. That's on Instagram. And wherever you may be listening, whether it's Spotify, the podcast app, Anchor, or Apple, be sure to like, subscribe, follow, leave it a five-star rating. It really does help out the pod quite a bit. So also be sure to share with your family and friends if you have not already. So once again, if you have made it this far, I thank you very much. Look out for episode number 37. Bye.